Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. once again for joining me down at the crossroads for some music, magic, and paganism, where witches gather for the Sabbath, offerings are made, packs are signed for musical fame, and we cross paths with today's most influential pagans, occultists, and deep thinkers. I am your bewitching, bald-headed host, Chris Oropello. Wait a minute. (laughs) My name's not Chris, and I am not bald-headed yet. (laughs) Where am I? Who am I? (laughs) Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 162 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio. And speaking of Blog Talk Radio, uh, I just spent another 50 bucks trying to upgrade my situation here, and I have no idea if you guys can even hear me. <laughs> So I'm just going to do this whole whole episode as if you can hear me, and then I will listen back, and I may have to re-record this at some point, but I'm just going to proceed as though this is working. I hope what I've done has improved the sound. I am now connected to a landline. For those of you who listened to Friday's pop-up show with Don Champagne, we talked about the Mercury retrograde, but really it was just a sound check. And um, check, check, the sound was not good. (laughs) Actually, parts of that show, I think, are totally worth listening. If you go back, um, it just cuts out a bit here and there, and then there's a little echo at some point. But I'm determined to figure this out because um, of Michael and Samina, really, (laughs) for investing in me being able to upgrade the show. I just, I want to see this through. I'm going to keep trying Blog Talk Radio gave me some suggestions. I spent another 50 bucks, so let's see how it goes. And that silly little intro at the beginning, (laughs) the mock intro, it was an ode to one of my all-time favorite podcasts, Down at the Crossroads. And last Thursday, I had the pleasure of interviewing its host, Chris Oropello, for Every Which Way, the video series that I do on YouTube the the interview series that I do there. My name is just Joanna DeVoe on YouTube. I'm super easy to find, but the interviews I do, I categorize as every which way. And um, I highly recommend checking that one out because Chris is a guy who, well, check out his podcast too, Down at the Crossroads, um, and you'll see what I mean. But he's a guy who really represents what I want to talk about here today, the spiritual community online. Witches gathering, pagans gathering, new age people, occultists, word nerds gathering online to form community. And he really brings people together that way. So I thought it was appropriate to kick things off here with a little ode to that dude. (laughs) And it's just me today on the show, although um, 
I have some messages I'm going to read to you from some other online witches, but because I don't have the sound fully worked out, I just didn't think it was fair to do that to a guest. No more guests coming on and having the sound cut out on them. That, that just, ugh. I feel bad for you guys, and then I feel bad for the guests, so I'd rather just keep it to feeling bad as to as few things as possible. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to read something to you here. Um, I've cut and pasted a lot of things offline here into a little PDF I can read from today. Um, because I want to, I don't want this just to be my voice. I want this to be a collection of voices this episode today. So what I posted on Facebook this morning was, it used to be that witches gathered in the forest or a private sacred space, perhaps even in someone's home to work their magic together and create a spirit of solidarity. Today, more and more, this is happening online. So how do we conduct ourselves in this new space? What are the rules, the quirks, sound quality, <laughs> um, and dangers? Are friendships we create or the magic we perform here real? And as far as danger goes, I think that Jolene on Facebook said it best. She said, dangers? Sure, but you protect yourself. And most of us know or can sense stupid shit from a mile away. <laughs> uh, my online friends are awesome. Yeah, I think that just about sums it up. I mean, witches learn how to protect themselves, spiritual people, new agey people. We learn ways of psychic protection. So it's the same on the internet. Use discernment, use discernment. And then um, there's the rules, which really I suppose are about etiquette and I think that we're finding, and really for many of us, settling into the fact that social rules are pretty much the same online as they are in the so-called real world. Treat people how you want to be treated. Treat, show people how you, <laughs> show people how you want to be treated by how you treat yourself, what you say no to, what you say yes to. If you act like a jerk, people will throw that right back at you. Ditto for coming from the heart in a place of love. That's true offline, and it's true online. And you are who you hang around with. Um, I think it was Jim Rohn who everybody quotes when they're saying, you are the, I can't remember the word, um, average? It's not the average. Jeez, I'm screwing this up. Um, look at the five people in your life around you and they represent who you are. You're like the average of that, I guess is what he was saying, but I'm totally screwing the quote up. You can correct me on Facebook or Twitter if you like, <laughs> but it's, it's a cliche at this point, but I think there's some interesting truth to that. So look at the five people that you interact with online the most often, and it will tell you a lot about yourself. The same is true otherwise. Um, and, and then some new rules that I do think are somewhat exclusive to the internet and take some time to figure out are, well, for one, you do not have to answer every email, comment, or message sent your way. And for some of us, we literally cannot because we've put ourselves out there in such a way that we don't have that many hours in the day as much as we would like to. And that really trains you. It's uncomfortable at first because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You want to you want to make other people happy, the people pleaser and you really, really comes out. But at some point, you know, you have to say uncle. And it's like extreme discernment training. So every request for your time is not a demand. It's not a 
obligation, whether the person sending that request thinks it is or not. You get to decide. And really, tit for tat friendships, comment for comment, email for email, they're not only unsustainable, they aren't based on true connection and mutual respect anyway. It can't be like that, people, if you're going to make real connections. <laughs> um, we all lead really busy lives this day in this day and age, and there's so much information overload going on. And just, you know, you can post one thing on Facebook, and then there's like 50 comments. And um, if I'm in a good mood one day, and I have the time, I will answer each and every person. Sometimes I'll just go through and like, 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 and it's like, I acknowledge you. Thank you. I'm liking your post. And then emails get a little bit trickier because people share very personal things. And so I just kind of use my discernment with that. And if you ever write to me and it takes me a long time to get back to you, just know I'm not, I'm either not in the heads to answer a bunch of emails. So I don't even open them because I I don't want to get sucked into that. Or I just literally don't have the time. Um, And that just happens sometimes. And it's not personal. Um, And again, I mean, I think, these challenges like that, they teach you so much about yourself, really. So everything can be a spiritual practice, including your online life, especially if you have some kind of addiction thing going on. It'll definitely come out on the internet. If you've never had addiction problems before, you might find one forming around the internet. And that's, I think, new. Is um, I think porn has really escalated that way. I didn't even mean to get down this track, but somehow I went down this track. Um, I'm not going to talk about porn, but the internet itself is very addicting. Um, Another thing is just in terms of etiquette or like social rules is never, ever, 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 ever add someone to a mailing list or a Facebook group or some other social group without asking their permission. And nice people still do this all the time to me. I don't know if they're doing it to you, but they're doing it to me. And um, so it's, it's not, this is the equivalent of, you know, knocking someone over the head and dragging them back to your cave against their will. (laughs) It's like, no, there's a party in my cave. I was just doing it so you could come see the party. And it's like, but hello, I was walking to work today. (laughs) Um, It's virtual kidnapping and it is not the best way to make friends or to treat the friends you already have. It's just, I'm going to say most people don't like it. I don't like it. And every so often I go into Facebook and I'll have to unsubscribe from like 25 different Facebook that people have added me to without asking my permission. Um, And I know they're doing it because they like me and they want me to be in the group, but I lead my own groups that um, are private. And those are my priorities. I have a other couple other groups I participate in that some friends of friends of mine lead And um, that's where I put that energy. And so um, I don't tend to join new groups. And then also, too, if someone subscribes me to a newsletter, I used to take the time to be like, do not do that. This is not good. You know, (laughs) I would actually tell them. And now I just unsubscribe and move on. It creates an awkward situation for both of you. So don't do it. Um, An invitation is awesome. But adding them without asking is not. And then additionally, if you have your own online business, I'm not going to get into this, but trust me, you need an email list. I have talked about this before and like BizWitch posts that I have done. I teach people this when I do BizWitch coaching. So you've probably heard me say it before, but your email list is very, very important. 
Having said that, don't be offended if people unsubscribe from your list. Um, in addition to not subscribing people against their will, when they're ready to go, let them go. Um, you know, they may have stayed for a while. They may have had a great time at your online party, but eventually guests leave parties, you know, and they may even come back again. Uh, just think of it as like that. You invited them to your home for dinner. You invited them to a party. You may have even invited them to a weekend retreat, but eventually they may have enough and they want to move on. Some people will stay with you forever and that's awesome, but some people just, they had an experience with you and it's time for them to leave. And, uh, kind of the worst thing you could do, even on an energetic level, because I, I don't see many people doing this <laughs> in email, but is to like block the door on their way out and be like, no, you can never leave. <laughs> you would never do that to a friend trying to leave a party, unless you were joking maybe, or really, really drunk. But um, even energetically, don't do that. It's got like a stink to it that people can feel. Just thank them and move on. Um, and just consider too, sometimes people just go through big email detoxes where they just unsubscribe from everything, or they could be subscribed to you through multiple accounts and just unsubscribing to the extras. They could be changing their email address, or maybe they just aren't feeling your vibe anymore. Does everyone have to be all up in your vibrational grill 24 seven? Cause if so, <laughs> you are in for a big letdown. And then, of course, that's another lesson. Not everyone is going to like you in life or online. I think the difference online is that some people feel emboldened by the cloak of anonymity to tell you so. <laughs> and um, that's why I often say having your own online business is a, is a it's an accelerated spiritual practice. And I don't want to make this just about having your own online business because that creates, this is for everybody. This is for anybody interacting on the internet. You know, we're all pretty social on the internet, on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, um, in little groups that form and G plus and here, there and everywhere. So I do think having your biz a business online, especially if you you lead with your personality really heightens the experience that everybody else is having. You're like feeling it on a totally different level. So I did want to mention that, but that's really not, that's not what this is all about. It's about all of us, really all of us. If you interact on the internet, um, this is all kind of true for everyone. And then as far as the question, are friendships we create or the magic we perform here real? Well, first I'll say, is the magic we perform here, here real? I would say yes. Yes, magic is magic. Magic is magic. And the internet is so energetic, in my opinion, like computers and uh, information flying through the air. I think it's not more magical. I don't know. Maybe it is. I was going to say it's more magical. I have to think about that. What do you all think? Do you think there's more magic in this virtual world that we're building virtual worlds together that we can talk to someone on the other side of the planet instantaneously that we can look at them and talk to them? I mean, that's never been done before. If you could drag your Wi-Fi and your laptop and your Skype uh, to the medieval days and show people they'd burn you. <laughs> they'd be like, what is this? 
magic you're doing you know you're it would be amazing it would be I used to fantasize about stuff like that when I was a kid not Skype but just bringing like modern things like back in time and blowing people's minds and I was just going to be so cool and amazing I guess I didn't feel like people appreciated how cool and amazing I was here in the present so I needed to travel back in time with some kind of advantage I think (laughs) I think that's what my whatever six-year-old brain was thinking about that but anyway (laughs) more tangents um and then as far as uh goes I'm gonna say yes and no in terms of you know are the friendships we create here real and I think it takes time to know the difference a real friendship will most likely start to make its way offline in the form of snail mail phone calls or Skype sessions or if that doesn't make it that far maybe in private email but not always I mean you can bond with someone over a shared interest or concern and provide amazing support for each other entirely online by email or in a private group. It happens all the time. And sometimes just for a time, like I was saying about, you know, people are feeling your vibe for a moment and then they move on. But some of my strongest friendships right now are um, with people I've met through the internet and it kind of evolved that way to email and then to, you know, Skyping or talking over the phone or sending each other snail mail And um, one of my very best friends I talk with on the phone almost every day right now, we're a little bit obsessed with this idea of synchronicity. So we're calling each other like, oh, my God, this thing just happened to me. (laughs) Um, And we've never met in person. So it's really interesting um, to think about. Uh, I asked on my public Facebook page, or I'm sorry, in a private, in the Psycho-Spiritual Wheel of the Year group, that's private. That's just for people that do that program. I asked them, um, how has being here in this group or other online groups enhanced your spirituality? What do you love and or hate about it? Has it changed the way you practice? Have you made any meaningful friendships online? Uh, I think small private groups like that are, I mean, they're happening so hardcore right now. And um, which is why I'm complaining about people adding me to groups without asking my permission. But I also think it's the way of the future because a, a sense of community really forms around that. And people start to let their hair down over time. People that are shy all of a sudden start speaking up. It's really interesting. And then we've been able to meet, not well, because technology is a bitch sometimes, but we've been able to have little meetups on Google Hangouts where you get to see people's faces and talk in real time with people from all over the world. And that's been really special. But some people did answer me um, in that group, even though I just posted it like 45 minutes before I went on air here. Um, So I'm going to read that to you so we can get like a collective of opinions here. I just thought that would be fun instead of just saying what I think. We'll hear what some other people think. So Laura Sunshine says, it has helped give me confidence to be more open with others and accepting of myself. I live in Oklahoma in the Bible Belt, and there is not much of a witchy community out here. It's so easy to feel alone and like an outcast here. It feels great to connect with others, and it does not feel like they are 1,000 miles away. And I totally agree with that. It's kind of what I was saying about, is the internet more magical? Because you can have these connections with people. I have um, 
I've had great conversations with people from all around the world and you forget that, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> it would take me like 11 hours on an airplane to like have tea with you. It's pretty fascinating. Um, and then Tara Hendrickson, she says, I think what I love about being in online groups or creating relationships with online witches is that I always find a new way to look at things. A lot of times my mind is so literal and then four or five other people will make comments that force me to see things from a new perspective, something I would never have thought of. It's great because I don't really have the time or want at this point to seek out pagans in my community, but I still have people who get me and who help me along. At the same time, there are so many of us that I sometimes get a bit overwhelmed and miss one-on-one -on -one relationships. It's good to find a few friends that stick out to you that you can really connect with even deeper. Totally agree with all of that. Um, that's, I mean, my spiritual practice since really participating online in the spiritual community has totally been shaped by that. People um, will challenge you on certain things you say, or they'll just present their opinion and it kind of opens up your mind. The YouTube community is really awesome like that, especially back in the day when we were doing a lot of video responses to each other's videos and stuff, which is happening again. There's like um, a pagan thread, like a pagan challenge where people are making the same they pick a topic every week and then they make videos on that topic and you get to hear like a wide range of opinions and it's fascinating. It really opens your mind up to the possibilities and then you might like try something new, you know, um, what got me thinking about really this theme of doing a cyber witches month was um, this conversation with, that I had with Kellyanne Maddox. Molly Roberts and Eric Silvermoon. Um, and I was talking about like, it kind of feels like there's an online coven going on here. And I mentioned how Molly Roberts, you know, she's introduced some really interesting quirky things because she just kind of makes shit up and incorporates it into her practice because she's a really creative artsy person. Um, I did an interview with her in December. If you haven't checked that out, go listen to Molly Roberts. She's just such a cool person. But um, she'll share like a little spell or the way she makes her book of shadows. And it's just so artsy and creative. And you're like, oh, I never thought of doing it that way before. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're going to the craft store, or you're ripping up magazines, um, or you're putting glitter in a jar to make your own snow globe. And I love that. Um, Beth, Beth says uh, to the same question, um, I love this cyber witch topic. Yay, me too. I enjoy connecting with the folks here because, wow, we all have so many ideas, wisdom to share, and just plain fun. However, it does give me some sadness that I don't yet have, in quotes, in real life connections that I groove with. I have t attended some meetups for witches, and I don't connect with many of them. I love the special blend Joe DeVoe created here of dabblers, hard rockers, and even newbies interested in witchcraft or science or LOA or magic. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Um, there's a lot of talk, I have to say, Beth, and everyone behind the scenes of some of us coming together to do a retreat. And I definitely think that's coming down the energetic pipeline. There's nothing in the works. It's solid at all right now, but we talk about it behind the scenes. 
uh, some of us who do what I do or just who have like prominent YouTube channels or online businesses, uh, it's a big undertaking to put a whole retreat together, but how amazing would that be to bring all these connections we've made online, like into the forest where we can all like hang out together and hug and meet up. I just think it would be amazing. I predict lots of tears when that finally gets to happen. Tears and hugs and happiness and dancing and noise and magic. Um, Desiree Horton, uh, who is the kick-ass creatrix behind Sea of Sea Crafts on Etsy, she says, oh man, this online group has been amazing, even though I was a bit skeptical at first. The people in here are so supportive and I definitely wouldn't have been so open and confident with my practices and spirituality, let alone start my Etsy store. This is the one of the best things I've ever done for myself. That is amazing. I know people, I'm not, this is not about me promoting my group. Um, it's an awesome group. I love it. There are other awesome groups out there. My friend Lenora Henson does a really great one called Psyche Circle that is open to the public. You have to request entry into the group um, mine is just for people who do the wheel of the year program that I offer the psycho spiritual wheel of the year www.psychospiritualwheelofthyear.com <laughs> um, you just have to take one module you don't have to go through the entire year to be added to the group um, but I like that I like the sense of a community it acts as a gatekeeper like if somebody's willing to part with their money even just for one module I it kind of keeps out the trolls, in my opinion. <laughs> and it creates like a sense of community, like, oh, we're all doing this program together. We talk about so many other things besides the program, like dream work and synchronicity and tarot cards and stuff like that. But I just like having that entry point. But there are a lot of groups that you can join for free as well. And I think that they're awesome. Um, and then Nicole, I don't even know how to say your last name, Nicole. Uh, I'm just going to say Nicole. Um, this, oh, friendships. The friendships are real, right? Okay, this is on my public Facebook page. She said, I think they are totally real. I have created so many good connections and friendships with people online that I have never met, and I value them as much as my in real life friendships. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's funny, you know, people crawl out of the woodwork. Uh, and surprise you sometimes because there are people there are people that are like watch your Facebook page or watch your videos or listen to your podcast if you have a podcast or something that never really comment you don't even know they're there and then all of a sudden they've made you this beautiful um, handmade gift that they want to send you in the mail is thank you and it's just like whoa like there's so many people around you that you don't even know about and I think that energy is just it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, I had this idea of, you know, like forests are where witches gather and then kind of just moving into this idea of like, wow, that's just not happening anymore. We're gathering online I and mean, we're gathering in forests still too. There's a lot of cool festivals and stuff like that. But in addition to that, we are meeting in this weird cyberspace and it's so fun getting to talk about it this month even though mercury retrograde is kicking my ass so bad with the sound quality i'm excited to listen back to this and a little bit nervous 
Um, if you guys can even hear me or not, because I don't hear myself right now. So I've just been talking to myself in my living room again in my lawn chair, a lawn chair that I drug into the backyard. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go check the sound quality right now. Thank you so much for listening to the show, this show, Hippie Witch, every week. I totally appreciate that vibe that you guys are there listening. Thank you for giving the show five-star reviews on iTunes. Thank you for taking the time to share your personal stories with me in the emails and on Facebook and for putting up, <laughs> for putting up with my quirks and all these crazy sound issues this month. You rock my world. Truly, you do, both on and offline. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Until we meet again, much love. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.